the Lord at all times. His praise shall continue be in my mouth. Father, I thank you for your word today. Thank you that your Holy Spirit is with us. Greater is he that is in us and he that is in the world. We ask you to bless your word to our hearts and glorify your name, Lord God. Let these lips of clear, Lord God, bring forth your glorious word. In Jesus' name, and everybody says, Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you all for coming out. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. How many know there's a God that answers prayer? How many know that it don't matter what you're waiting on God for, God answers prayer? Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Father. Just thank you. You're touching those, Lord God, who have a need today. Whatever their needs are, you are providing, Lord God. You're making it possible in the name of Jesus. It may be at midnight. God's midnight is your answer. God's midnight, when things look bleak, when things look that's not going to happen, that's when God works. Hallelujah. So don't be afraid. Jesus always comes to his people and says, fear not. You're going to be all right. Come on, look at someone says, you are going to be all right. Hallelujah. Praise God. We've been, we've been talking about some um, stuff that I know a lot of you don't like to talk about, but the Holy Spirit, how many know the Holy Spirit is here to prepare you for the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ and also to prepare you right now. So a lot of people... We get this idea where we talk about more about the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ than we talk about what God has ordained us to do or commissioned us to do. So we talk about, you know, <laughs> God is coming soon and all that stuff, but we don't zero in winning the loss. I mean, you know, that's what God is all about today, winning the loss. Come on, say winning the loss. So you can get into your politics, your social science, or all kind of psycholo psychology. Science is good. But God Almighty did not just say, for God so loved the world, many of you know it, that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not but have everlasting life. So there's a some that is going to perish. Some is going to go on to everlasting life. And don't ask me to explain why that's happened. Some of you say, why a good God will let people go to hell? Well, put it this way. God is a God who gives you choices. You're not a robot. If you want everybody to go, everybody was going to go to heaven, 
He would make you a robot, but you're not a robot. You have a will. You have a choice to make. Amen. Adam and Eve was put in the Garden of Eden with a choice. They had a choice to live in the fullness and the blessings of God, and they chose the wrong way because they were deceived. Amen. Deception is going on over the world today. And we are looking on things that we should not be looking on. We should be looking on the gospel. How many of them? The gospel is the most important thing to the Holy Spirit in this world today. The gospel. <laughs> not global warming. Although, hey, not wrong with the science, right? But God is looking on winning the loss. Because he's coming soon. And as I was, you know, studying this, the, the scripture about, we we're talking about being offended. Amen? Amen? How many know everybody, somebody's going to be offended one day? If it's not today, you're going to be offended. I guarantee you, somebody's going to offend you one day. If not today, maybe right now somebody's offending you. I'm offended because you're offended. <laughs> and you're offended because I'm offended and you're offended because I'm, somebody else is offended and you offend me because I'm offended. Oh, <laughs> and it keeps going on and on and on and on and on and on. But I'm in a note, God wants us to realize that we should not move by offense. God says, I walk by faith and not by sight. Offense is sight. What you see, what you hear. God says you walk by faith, what you don't see. Faith is the substance of things not seen. It's seven of things of things not seen. Things owe for us are evidence of things not seen. So it's important for us not to go by sensual feelings. What you feel. Feelings go and feelings come. I got up this morning. I didn't want to come to church. <laughs> I'm being truthful, guys. Oh, hey, yeah. But do I go by my feelings? I have a responsibility. Amen. I have to get up. You get up in the morning. How many of you feel like you want to go to work? Amen. You don't feel like you want to go to work. But you get up and go. Because you have a responsibility to your family to put food on the table and you have responsibility to go to work. Amen. God wants us to Stop this thing called offense. Offense will kill your dreams. Offense will kill your promotion. Offense will destroy your family. Offense destroys relationship. Everything is going on in the world today <laughs> happened because of an offense. 
the war that's going on with Ukraine and Russia came because, because one said something, the other said something, and the other said, no, you're not going to say that. I'm going to show you I'm bigger than you, and I'm going to come, and I'm going to show you that you offended me, but I'm going to deal with it. I'm going to deal with you. How many of them, that's not God's way? So we're going we're gonna to deal with <laughs> offense. Hallelujah. 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 I want you to turn to, because this, this is an important scripture. If I could find it, glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise the name of Jesus. Turn to Luke chapter 15. First see. No, no, that's not the scripture I want. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Come on, say, Pastor, we'll get it together, right? Hallelujah. Glory to God. Matthew chapter 24. Somebody find that for me. Matthew chapter 24. Let's look at verse. Come on, say, praise God. Hallelujah. Verse 9 mm -hmm. and 10, both, both verses. Matthew chapter 24, verses yeah. 9 and 10. Then they will hand you over to be persecuted. They'll hand you over to be persecuted, persecuted, right? And will kill you. And will kill you. And you will be hated by all nations. And you will be hated by some nations. All nations. All nations. For my sake. For my sake. For whose sake? Jesus. For Jesus. Sake. Amen. Then many will fall away. Then men will fall away. And betray one another. And betrayed one another. And hate one another. And hate one another. And many false prophets. And many false prophets. Will rise. Will rise. And will deceive many. And will deceive many. So Jesus Christ was talking to his disciples. And he says, I want you to know that somehow offense is going to come to you. Amen? Somebody's going to be offended. See? The, the, the goal of the enemy is to bring offense in the church. To get you against each other. To get you fighting over small stuff and forget the main stuff. The main stuff is winning the loss. The main stuff is helping those who are in need. The main stuff is going forth at the highways and the byways and look for those who are in need. But you're fighting over some sensual stuff, some stuff that don't make sense. And God says, it's time, it's time to stop that and concentrate on what God called you to do. I don't care how old you are, you're, you have a call of God on your life. And the reason why you're alive, because that call has not been come, accomplished yet. And you get up and do it. 
Not about how long I've lived. I want to live a long, long life. Is what I've done with the gospel of Jesus Christ. So it's important for us to know this. Notice that scripture in Matthew, hallelujah, chapter 9, that there is a progression. Come on, say progression. Jesus Christ was talking, and this answer, this was the answer that the disciples asked Jesus, what is going to happen in the end times? Show us some of the things that are going to happen so we can know when all that you're talking about that will, that will come, to, that we are living in this time. And Jesus, in Matthew 24, laid out everything that will happen that is happening right now. Right in front of our eyes. As a matter of fact, it's been happening from 2,000 years ago up until now. And every generation will see it. So here goes the progression. Read the scripture again for me. And read it in the King James Version, if you could. Hallelujah. Yes. Wish I had my Bible. I need to have a bring my Bible with me. My Bible. <laughs> the real Bible. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 24, starting at verse 9. Mm -hmm. And this is the King James Version. Mm -hmm. Then shall they deliver you up to be afflicted. They will deliver you up to be afflicted. And shall kill you shall kill you. And you shall be hated of all nations for my name's sake. How many know that Christians are being hated all over the world for the sake of the cross, for the sake of Jesus Christ? They are being hated all over the world. But Jesus Christ says, and keep reading. And, and then shall many be offended. Many be offended. And shall Notice that Jesus didn't say that everybody was going to be offended. Many, Many will be offended, offended, right? And shall betray one another. What happens when you're offended, what you do, you betray, you betray one, one another. another. And shall hate one another. And then you, what you, next thing you do, you hate one another. So you have offense, offense betrayal, then you go to betrayal, then hatred. Then you go to hatred. Keep going. And many false prophets shall and rise. And many false prophets. Shall rise. Shall arise. And shall deceive many. And shall deceive. Many. Many. So, stop there. So right now we see the progression. That you're offended. And then what? You betray one another. How you betray one another, right? You're offended. You're offended from somebody. Says something to you. In the church that you don't like, and you go, and you're offended, and what you go? The first thing you do, instead of taking care of it, like Jesus told you in the scriptures to deal with it, what you do, you go and gossip. You tell somebody about it. So you're trying to bring betrayal. 
You're trying to add to it. You're trying now because that person did it to you. You want to what? Show them up. So now you're trying to show, show trying to get back at them. And what you do, you betray them. Right? And you think that's all right. And Jesus said, no, 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 no. You need to stop it. You need to stop it right there. But what you do, you don't stop that. You will just, just don't want to a betrayal. You want to carry to the next level. What's the next level? You want to create some hate. You want to create some hate. You want, you want, now that's not enough. What she said to me, just don't, betrayal is not enough. Now I got to go to the next level. I need you to hate her like I hate her. So what you do, you amplify it now. You make it bigger than it seems. I might say to someone, you know, there's a pimple on your forehead here. <laughs> you know, and she goes on, she, and she goes, did you know that pastor don't look at me and say I'm ugly? I just said it was a pimple. The next thing in more is betrayal takes place. I know you want to move it to the next level. You take it now, pastor said I'm ugly. I didn't mean seeing the pimple and say you're ugly. I just said there's, there's a pimple there, a reality. Some of us, we can't take a joke. <laughs> I, you don't have no sense of humor. is whack. You know, as soon as you get, before you, before, <laughs> Brother Irma, before you get saved, you could take joke. You could stop. You could say anything about me, but the moment you get saved and I say something, the same thing I would say before you get saved, no, you take offense to it. And you go, want to cause problem. Something changed there. What you picked up, you picked up an enemy. When you got saved, you picked up an enemy. What is the name of that enemy? Satan. <laughs> when you got in the church, when you act, the moment you were born again, the moment you accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, guess what comes with it? An enemy. And you have to understand what the enemy from the beginning wants to cause is offense. It offended with God, like Adam and Eve did. And you know, saw what happened. That's why Jesus says, fear not. Fear not. Because offense brings on fear. Amen? No. No. We have to look at what the good Lord is trying to, and I, you know, when, come on Wednesday night, you'll go, I'll go more deeper into 
this uh, lesson. But in the progression, it says that in the same scripture that their hearts become cold. Is that what it says? Yeah. Because iniquity, so what I'm now, the thing progresses to iniquity. It becomes, you know what iniquity comes? It becomes a bend. It becomes something that you can't fix. That's what iniquity is. Iniquity is, is, is remember that woman with the infirmity? Mm-hmm. That was iniquity. She couldn't help herself. She was walking around like this. And God, in turn, had to step in and straighten her out. So your Bible says your heart becomes cold. So I look up that word. I look up that word. You can go look it up yourself. Cold. And it's the word psycho. P-S-U-C-H-O. The Greek word. So when they get offended, some become psycho. You know what psycho is, right? P-S-Y-C-H-O is, that's how it's spent, the psycho. <laughs> I may have just say something to you when you just, 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 just in joke. But you know what happened, and I, I'm jumping over a whole bunch of stuff, but Wednesday we'll go more into it. But what happens that, what happened is that I say, just jokingly, just didn't mean anything. But what I did, I turned on a switch in you. Something that offended you way back when, I just reaped the harvest. She called the stone. I just reaped the harvest because the moment I said something, bing, something echoed. And now I'm target. I know what I'm saying. God is, come and say, God is dealing with us today. Hallelujah. We can't walk and live in offense. Offense is not good. Offense will destroy you. Many of you who are not talking to your family members or a member in your family, it happened because somebody said or did something. Hmm? And you took it to the next level. You should have left it there and kill it right there. That's why Jesus Christ says, if your hand offend you, right hand, look at it, it says right hand. He didn't say left hand, no. I think, I think God maybe don't like left hand people. I'm a lefty. <laughs> I think that's not true. <laughs> but <it's, laughs> I, I would say, Left and people are good people because they cut off the <laughs> because they cut off the right hand. 
He didn't say if you're left and offended. He said if you're right and offended, you cut it off. God is not saying, can you imagine how many people were walking in the world today with hands cut off? If you go to Saudi Arabia and some in Arab countries, you see people with their finger cut off or hand cut off, you know that who that person is. He's a thief. You're still in, in Saudi Arabia to cut your hand off. So if people that are offended will be walking around with hands cut off. I say that person was offended. <laughs> he said, the moment it happens, cut it off. What he's saying, cut it off. Don't let it fester and gain fruit. Don't let it come to harvest. Don't let it, cut it off. You see it. You see what it's doing. Your brother might have said something to you, and it's, it's wrong. It's, what she said should be, it's be very hurtful. I may not be hurtful, maybe was saying it in jest, but you took it to the next level. God says, cut it off. Like the guy would say, kill it before it grows. How many know we need to kill something before it grows? There's a scripture that God led me to, and I'm going to go into it because we're getting a little late. I want to, I want to, I want to do it. It's found in 2 Samuel chapter 10, verses 1 to 8. And I'm going to give you the story. You can read some of it. But it's a story about David. 2 Samuel chapter 10, 1 to 8. Go home and read that scripture. It's a very, sounds, you can get a whole lot of different, you can go different directions in that story. But I tend, the Spirit of God led me to move it, to, to, to move it in this direction, the direction of offense. Amen? So what happens is that David had a friend, a king, who had done something good to David. Maybe David was in warfare and David was always fighting. So when he was fighting, what happened? This king, father, this son, this kid father, had done something good to, I think this name of the king was Nahash, right? You find it, sweetheart? Just read some of it for me and I'll tell you when to stop. Mm -hmm. After this, the king of the Ammonites died, and Hanan his son reigned in his stead. Mm -hmm. David said, I will show kindness to Hanan, the son of Nahash, mm -hmm. as his father showed kindness to me. So David sent a message by way of his servants to mm -hmm. comfort him concerning his father. And the servants of David went to the land of the Ammonites. Mm -hmm. But the Ammonite officials said to Hanan, the, their lord, has David honored your father in your eyes by sending comforters to you? Was it not in an effort to search out the city, to scout it out in order to overthrow it, that mm -hmm. he sent you his servants? Mm -hmm. So Hanan seized the servants of David, mm -hmm. shaved, shaved half of their beard half of their each, beard. cut their robes in half, cut their robes in half. so they were exposed they were and exposed. sent them away. Can you imagine what happened? Here are these guys sent by David to go and comfort this 
young man is whose father had died. And David must have known that this young man loved his father. Mm. And he sends a bunch of men, great men, men of his, in his military, from his military, sent them over and said, I want you to go over and, 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 and tell, let, represent me before him. I can't come, but I want you to represent me and let him know that we're, we're here for him. Whatever he needs, we will here to, we're here to help him. And what happened? Somebody who was offended mm-hmm. got into the son's ear and tell him some offensive stuff. And what happened? You see the progression? He believed it. And when he believed it, he react to it. He react emotionally to it. He should have checked back into the history and knew because he saw he saw how David helped his father. He wasn't just he, he saw it. But what he did, he said, I'm gonna show him they came to spy on me. You see, the, do you see the, do you see what happens when when you follow the path of offense? How it grows and gets into so much devious, nasty levels. How many are not talking to your sister or your brother or your co-worker because of something somebody said or something she said and you just took it to the next level? You should have cut it off right there. I know I'm dumb preachers because everybody's quiet here today. This morning. I don't hear no shouting. No more. Some, something, something is going on here today. Some surgery is going on. Glory to God. So he, they, what, what, what he did, he reacted to it. Come and say, when you react to offense, you, you're going to cause some problems. You see? So what he did, he shaved off. You know, you, you know one thing? If in, in the Jewish community, the rabbis, you see them with beards, right? They're always the rabbis with beards. Beards are important. And we're not going to go into that maybe Wednesday we'll go into about. But beards are important to them. They take care of the beards. It shows their responsibility. They show that they are, they are, they are, put this way, they are, um, their notoriety, the, the type of person they are, their, their levels. It took me a while to grow this beard. <laughs> and now these guys come, so I'm going to show them. They know the history. They know they want to desecrate and disgrace them. And what they did, they shaved half. They didn't shave the full beard now. The full beard would not bring the impact. Offense wants to bring a devious impact. So the shave of half the beard. And then they didn't stop there. They cut the clothes in half. They cut, now in, in, this, in the scripture they said they cut the clothes in half. But if you read it in the Hebrew, it means that they cut off the part that covers their bottoms. Can you imagine these guys walking down the road and walking into their community, half the beard cut off, 
And these guys are soldiers. These guys are soldiers who have fought many great battles. You know, you know, if you're a soldier in the army, if you're such a high person in David's army, you have done some great and mighty and mighty things. So here these guys, you know, they had to go home. They sent them home. They, they had to go ex- home. And what happened? They were exposed and sent them away. They, and sent them away. When, so you, you know these guys are thinking, oh my God, if we go home, oh, they're going to be, be a laughing stock of the military people. You walk into them and say, but you, 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 you were the one who took your sword and you destroyed like 1,000 men with one sword and you make them look wacky, wacky, wacky. See him off your beard. I cut off his. What? When they reported what had happened to when David. When they reported what had happened to David. He sent, he sent messengers to meet them. What did the king do? Because the what men were. What did the king do? The men what? were severely ashamed. They were severely ashamed. What did the king do? He didn't allow them to come in. He sent them to where? He sent messengers to meet them. To meet them and sent them to Jericho. The king instructed them, remain at Jericho. Remain at Jericho. Jericho Until your beards have regrown. Until your beards have come back. Then return. And I will send you some good seamstress who can make you a nice little robe to cover you. Amen. So what happened, these men went to Jericho. If you look at the evil word for Jericho, it means a fragrant place or a sweet place. Could I say this? When you're offended, you need, you need, you need to go to God and he'll send you to a sweet place. He will send you to Jericho. Come on, say, when I'm offended, offended, I need to go to Jericho. Jericho. Come on, say it again like you really mean it. When I'm offended, I need to go to Jericho. I need to go to a sweet place. I need to go to a place where I can be restored. Come on, say it. I need to go to a sweet place. You see, you must understand this one thing, and I'm jumping over a whole bunch of stuff. But you must understand one thing. You, it's not your responsibility. Let me say this way. It's not your responsibility to be vengeful or to take revenge. Look at me. Find the scripture. Peter Gardos. Romans twelve nineteen. Read that for me. Romans twelve nineteen. This you need to mark the scripture down that when you get offended, you will know what to do. Amen. Romans twelve verse nineteen. It, what does it say? Beloved. Beloved, do not avenge yourself. Do not avenge yourself. But rather give place give, to God's wrath. Give place to 
God's wrath. To God's wrath. For it is written. For it is written. Come on, who is it? it vengeance is, come is on, mine. Come on, say it is written. 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 Is mine. Vengeance is who? Who mine. it belongs to? My God. I will <laughs> repay, says the Lord. I will repay, says, says the, the Lord. Lord. Right? Vengeance belongs to God. There are two things that belong to God. How many know it? The tithes and vengeance. Oh, you need to write that down. You just learned something today. The tithe, the tenth, and revenge. So what did the king? The king is a type of God. What did the king do? Did What did the king do? What did he do? He said, I'm going to take you to a sweet place. You are, you are hurt, my God. I don't want you to get hurt no more. So I'm going to take you to a sweet place. I'm, I'm going to take you to a place of fragrance. I'm going to take you. You know, when I was studying this thing, <laughs> when I was studying, I was laying there and I was sitting down studying. And all of a sudden, there was a sweet fragrance that fell, came in the room. I don't know where it came from. I, my wife always put a whole bunch of candles and <laughs> and when you come into your house, you walk in the house and it smells real good. Amen? So I'm thinking now, I didn't see no candles burning. I'm saying to myself, what did she light in this room that smells so good? It was really smelling good. And it just came through me. I said, wow, I should get a perfume like that. Everybody would love me, boy, if I walk in the house with a perfume like that. Right? But God was trying to tell me how, how, what, what happened. When that sweet fragrance came in, I reacted to it. Huh? I didn't react in a, in a hard way. I, I reacted in a good way. Amen? I said, whoa, that's beautiful. So God sent, sent them to a beautiful place to have them recover. Come, amen? When you're offended, you need to go to a sweet place where you can recover. If when your sister or your brother or your uncle or your aunt or your co-worker said something to you, you should have walked away and went to a sweet place. <laughs> Come on, say ouch. And what happened? What did David do? I've got to come to a close now. What did David do? David went and took revenge. Come on. It's God's job to take revenge. He does it real well. <laughs> revenge belongs to him. That's why David was so, was, that's why David was so, such a, such a, a great man, a man of God's heart. Because when David, when David wanted to take revenge, God said, hold it. Let me deal with it. Remember when, 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 the, when, the, when the men came in and destroyed his family? Remember that? And he said, I'm going to pull my sword. I'm going to kill him. And God said, no, you're going to check with me first. It's the first thing you do if you feel offense coming. 
back up. Move it. Take a distance for the person. Or get away from the presence of that person. Go to a sweet place. <laughs> Go to a sweet place. You're going you're gonna to find out today, some, somewhere, somehow, somebody's going to offend you today. God is going to test this word that you heard. You're going to go there and somebody's going to test you. I guarantee you somebody's going to test you. You're going to walk into your apartment, walk in your house, and somebody is going to test you if you're going to go to the sweet place. But you have to say, okay, I see you, devil. <laughs> I see you. <laughs> I'm going to go to a sweet place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father God, I thank you. Father God, I know what this devil is trying to do right now. He's trying to get me to hate my brother, to get at my brother, and to cuss him out. But I want to take me to your Jericho. I want to go to Jericho. I want to go to that sweet place. I'm no psycho. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, that, that, that word psycho speaks of a cold wind. Cold wind. <laughs> Amen. That wind comes from the north. Cold wind. How many you know? But you need to get that. You need to go to that place of the southern wind. Where the south wind comes and blows on your coldness and brings sweetness to your heart. Take you to a sweet place. Take you to a good place. Hallelujah. Don't let the coldness of sin, the coldness of offense bring you down and bring you to a place that you never ought to be. One of the things that, one of the things that offense does, it, it comes against your love. Your love for that person or your love for one another. It comes against your love. And you know you love that person. You know you love your sister. You know you love your mama. You love your daddy. You, you know deep in your heart there, there's a love for that person. Right? So God has answered that. 1 Corinthians 13. What it says. Love suffer it long. Let's read it and I'm going to close with that. I think it's a good place to close. 1 Corinthians 13. Hallelujah. 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 It says. It says here. Love. Suffers long. And is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not par parade itself. Oh, I'm better than you. You offended me. You are the nasty one. You see me now? Look at me. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. I would never do that. I know what you did. I'm going to betray you. I'm going to take you to the next level. I want everybody to know you. I want everybody to know what you did to me. I'm going to expose you, girl. I'm going I'm to make them know what you did to me. 
See what offense does? You become psycho. But God says, love, suffer it long and it's kind. It's not easily provoked. Vaunt it not itself. He thinks no evil. Can you imagine whatever that person says, you don't think evil, you think good. You must, you, must, you must do what Jesus did. When they were beating him on the cross and all the stripes on his back and all of that, and he still stands up there and he goes and he says, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. That is what God wants you to do as children of God. They talk about you. They do everything to you. But you say, Father, you know why Jesus says, Father, forgive them? Jesus knows that God is his revenge. And Jesus knew what God would have done to them. Same with, you remember Stephen? When they were stoning Stephen? That was offensive, wasn't it? But what happened? Stephen looked at them and said, he could have done it. If Stephen had said, remember now, he saw Jesus stood up in, an, in attention. You must understand, when Jesus stands in attention, he's saying to you, whatever you want me to do, whatever comes out of your mouth, Stephen, I'm going to do it. What came out of Stephen's mouth? He asked God to forgive them, for they know not what to do. Oh, my God, I feel the anointing coming this morning. I feel such an anointing in this word that you need to walk like Jesus walked. You don't know when people, God, when people, uh, what's the scripture says? Abuse you. What's it? I hear it coming. The Holy Ghost is bringing to me. And say, oh, man of evil against you, falsely, for my sake. Rejoice and be exceeding glad, for great is your reward in heaven for so persecuted the prophets. You got to understand that if you're a child of God, you're going to go through some times when people are going to offend you. People are going to say things about you. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I said they have the audacity. <laughs> They'll come to you and they say, I could never do that. What you just done, I could never do that. I would never do that. Me, you little. I would never do that. You will never do that because you may be strong in that area, but in weak in some other area. See, you me, oh, you big and strong. I, I would never do that. I would never commit adultery. I'll never do that. I'll never commit, I'll never commit that. Ah, you did it. Ah! But you'll steal. You'll lie. Look what God tells us to do. God wants us to cover one another until they are able to come out of it. Do what the prodigal son's father, that's what father does to his children. Here is this prodigal son 
walking down the road in tattered, in destroyed by sin, beaten up, abused, offended. God, he had lost everything. And the daddy, the daddy could have stood at the door and said, I told you, boy, you came, you wanted your possession. I gave it to you. I told you what was going to happen to you. Now, what did he do? He ran, and if he was Jewish, he ran with his tallit. He ran with it, and he ran to him. He saw, Bible said he saw him afar off. That means only he, God, could recognize him. Only the father could recognize his son. He saw him afar off. But before anybody else could recognize him, what did he do? The Bible says he ran to him and did what? Sorry, my dear, I messed up your ear. He covered him. He covered him and brought him to the house. Nobody knew who it was. Sorry, my darling. Nobody saw him. He brought him to his house. You can't imagine the neighbor, the inquisitive neighbor. Who, did, who, did, who, who, who was that? Bible said, put a robe on him. Ah, so when, when the inquisitive one coming and looking at the door, who is that? Oh, it's Johnny. Oh, my goodness. I thought he had run away with a whole bunch of money. How come he look like a king now? How come he still look like Johnny? Oh, that's what God does to us. Yeah. When we mess up and we're done and everybody just throws us to the curb and kick us to the curb. When God, when you do that, God comes and God says, oh, I don't want, I can't look at you like that. I'll cover you with a robe of salvation. I'll cover you with the blessings of God. I'll put a ring on your finger. I'll put shoes on your feet. I will make sure well, when they look at you, they'll know that you are my son. This day have I forgotten you. This day. Yeah. Hallelujah. 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 I hope you guys are taping this message. I hope you're taping it. I don't want to preach it again. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, face time. To forget the things that are behind. See, God tell me to preach this to the whole of January. He said, the whole of January, I want you to preach this and teach it. Because they have to get offense out of their system. Because when you get offense, then I will start doing miracles. When offense comes out, when offense goes, what will happen? Then miracles will follow. Praise the name of Jesus. Praise the name of Jesus. So I want you to, if you've been offended, it's God, we're going to talk about it. God gives you progression, how you should 
when you're offended what you should do. Amen? And I give it, <laughs> I was going to give you the, but we're too late right now. I'll give you what you need to do when you are offended. Come on, say, Father, Father I, ask right now I ask you right now to take away, take away my offended spirit. And think about the person you have offended you or you have offended. Because it's both ways. There are people that you have offended that you decide that you don't want to deal with them anymore. And people who have offended you that you don't want to deal with anymore. Come on, say it must stop. Today, I'm going to cut off my right hand so that I can go down the road and go get into, you know, God didn't talk about, he's not talking about going to heaven now. He's talking about entering into the kingdom of God. What's the kingdom of God? Right here and now. You lose your blessing right here and now. Many of you are not being blessed because, you know what happened? You're still carrying offense. Some of your blessings are being withheld. Some of your prayers are being withheld because you're carrying offense. Let me put it this way. You're carrying unforgiveness. Because, as I said last week, offense is a twin brother or twin sister with unforgiveness. The two of them work together. Two of them, two of them <laughs> work together. They ain't no different. They're twin, and identical twins too. They come and you don't know it's them. Forgiveness, unforgiveness comes and it's offense. Come and say, Father, Father. I hear your word, and today I'm gonna cut off my right hand. I'm going to pluck out my eye. I'm going to make sure that this thing stops right here. Some of you are going to have to pick up the phone and suck. What's the word? When you suck salt. So you got to pick up this phone and suck salt and call your brother or sister or friend or somebody and say, you know what? I offended you maybe 10 years ago. You got to, someone of you go about that far. And more. And say, you know, I'm sorry. Even if he was wrong, you tell him you're sorry. And you do your part. And if he don't do his part, guess what's happening? God will do his God. Then you, you release God to do whatever he wants to do. You know, since I've been pastoring this church, I have seen God do vengeance for me that I don't even, I've seen it happen. I've seen people mess with me today and the next day they call me up, oh, you're going to pray for me. <laughs> now I'm not trying to, please, I'm not telling that to call me now because I don't hold things in my heart against you. If you know me, I'll be mad to them today. the next day I'm, I'm good to go. <laughs> next day if you call me, I need help. I'm going to know that's the truth. And I'm not trying to push myself up. But that's me. I have got to help me. Not to be nasty. Come on, lift your hands and say, I'm going to do it, Lord. Holy Spirit, I need your grace 
I need your help to help me to get to that place where I'll go to my Jericho and become sweet so that my beard will grow back and the seamstress, the Holy Ghost, will put on the garment, fix my garment to make me look good again. How many wants that? How many wants that? Hallelujah. Father God, they, they want it, Father God. They want it. They want it, Father God. So give it to them right now in the name of Jesus. As I reach out to you, Lord God, let your Holy Spirit mend those areas, Lord God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We give you praise. We give you glory. What a good time to have communion. <laughs> a good time to have a communion. Hallelujah. I want you to take this message and go home and, and get it. Go over it and over it. If you want to get to hear it again, you can go to the sound department. They, they'll be able to, not today, but, <clears throat> but during the week, they'll be able to send you a copy of it so you can listen to it. That's available to us. No, I want you to know that. It may cost you an offering, but that's nothing. Amen? <clears throat> Amen? On the night he was betrayed, he took the bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it. <clears throat> Everybody got it in their hands? You got it? Tell me when you got it now. We got to do it together. Amen? Hallelujah. He took the bread and he broke it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You got it? Hallelujah. Can raise it up when you got it. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, say, I need you and you need me. <laughs> I'm not alone. Come on, say, I'm not alone because of you. You always will be with me. I know God is with me, but I want you to be with me. I need you in my life. Come on, look at someone and say, I need you in my life. And you need me in your life. Took the bread and he broke it. He said, take heed, this is my body, which was broken for you. Let's eat of the body of Christ right now. Oh, praise God. This is just an awesome time. This is an awesome presence in this place. Hallelujah. I believe whatever you want from God, God will give it to you right now. He took the cup and he blessed it. And he said, take drink. This is my body. As my blood was shed for you. Let's drink of the blood of Jesus. Lift our hands. I have been healed by the stripe of Jesus. I have been healed by the stripe of Jesus. I've 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 been healed by the stripe of Jesus. I have been healed by the stripe of Jesus. Jesus, heal my heart right now. If there's an offense in my heart, show it to me, Lord God. That can be healed, Lord God. In the name of Jesus. Father, I thank you for this time. I know, Father God, I come before you 
as we come to leave the presence of each other, but we will not leave your presence, Lord God. As you've told Aaron to pray the priestly prayer, Lord God. The Lord bless you. The Lord will keep you. The Lord will make his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord will lift up his countenance upon you and give you shalom. Bless you going out. Bless you coming in. Bless everything that you touch us with. Everything that you do. The blessings of God be upon you. In Jesus' name. And everybody says, Amen. God bless you guys.